Desperados Podcast. From the cow farm in Lehigh, Utah, to the home studio, Coach Bucky Ryan and Coach Dennis Dobbs. Welcome to the program. We are back after a big week one. I'm your host, Bucky Ryan, here with my buddy, Coach Dobby. That is right. We're back. Excited to be here. Excited to break down week one and look forward to week two. We're going to bring it to you all right here. The ins, the outs, the ups, the downs. We want to talk about it. We're uh, we're going to start a new segment called Best and Worst of the Weekend. We might have, for the first time ever, some callers on. Um, not any coaches. Actual fans of the Dirty D's Fantasy League. Yes, that's right. They're all around the United States. Um, what else are we going to do today? We're going to recap week one a little bit, talk about who won, who lost, and then we'll have a caller on and talk about the rivals, which is something uh, we went and asked all the coaches who their rival was in the league. So that, that'll be a good segment. That's right. And as always, the little tease, we're going to wait to talk about you know who we're having on. Keep you guessing. It will be a coach. But let's go ahead and get chugging and uh, start off this podcast. Let's just dive right into it. Week one in the books now. So good to have some football under our belts. I don't know about you, but this is the best weekend I've had in a long time. Yeah, this was the worst weekend I've had in a while. Just because I'm a big fan of Go Puck Yourself, and they took a loss to uh, protect this house this week. <laughs> Okay, I understand. I understand that you're you know you're upset. Obviously, your team, you know, took a whooping. But you know, how did it feel to have football on? I literally did not do anything else on Sunday but sit down on the couch and watch football. And That's it, I did. I have never felt more productive in my life. <laughs> I completely agree. That's how I felt. So, you know, we made some predictions last week, and we uh, we made five different picks. You know. A, Five different matchups, and I got two, you got two, we both missed three. Let's recap that. Who were last week's matchups? So the first matchup we had was Go Puck Yourself versus Protect This House, with Protect This House winning by 30 points. Go Puck Yourself didn't have a bad game with 175. For Protect This House with Matt Ryan and Calvin Ridley just performed week one. It's and true. It uh, It's shocking, actually. It ended up being the difference maker. You know, if Go Puck Yourself had played anybody else, I mean, not anybody, but just about anybody, they would have won. So I guess I win that one because uh got to pick my boys on that. <laughs> All right. Who was the next matchup? Next matchup was the game of the week. With Stapler Nation and Garrett's Fantasy. And, you know, I've been excited to talk about this one because there he goes again, Coach Harris, you know, pulling out all the stops with the defense. Doesn't score a lot of points at 166, but just enough to get him the victory. And I think Stapler Nation, uh, Nation's coach, Wyatt, needs to be a little bit happy with this team. He was down big in this game, and then Monday night came around and they showed some promise with Big Ben and Juju, but they just didn't have enough to overtake Garrett's fantasy. If you had to pick one word for Stapler Nation, 
like your reaction to week one, what would it be? That's a great question. I, I would probably go with potential. Just because I, I don't think that this week one defines them. I think it it's just uh, his team has a potential to become great, but also potential to tank too. It, it, it'll just be interesting to see what happens with this team. It's true. I mean, I know this isn't one word, but I'm going to go with I told you so. You know, <laughs> this is overreaction uh, to week one, but Staple Nation, you know, coming out of the gate a little slow, and I'm expecting that from them this season. There's going to be some hiccups. So, <laughs> I told you so. All right, who is up next? Next, we have Rooney Tunes and Philly Philly. Man, did you best me on this one. I, I predicted that Rooney Tunes would get their first win against Brandon, and they came through in a big way. They really did. 174. Um, pretty high score for them. But, um, well, real quick, let me not take away the victory from them because it was a good victory against a solid team in Philly Philly. Great coach, Coach Ward. Um <coughs> But I do have to say there is the but with, uh, you know, Rooney Tunes. They did start out 1-0 last year. So, you know, let's let's not get too excited here. You know, we don't want to we don't want to overhype them. I, I would agree. I think Riley, uh, Coach Noble really chose some good players that carried his team and Patrick Mahomes and CEH with Robert Woods with 25 points, which is great for him. I think you'll see that pretty consistently this year with Robert Woods. He looked really good on Sunday. I agree. And it, it definitely helped to uh, have the two Kansas City boys that helped pull him through. Okay, next matchup we had, yes, the Dick, excuse me, the Dictator in Coach Commissioner Smith and Addy. And I really felt like Commissioner Smith was going to pull this one out. It was a tight one throughout the weekend, but Addy ends up coming up on top. That's what she said. <laughs> That's true. I predicted this, and what I thought about Addy's team came to fruition with Ezekiel Elliott and Chris Carson. A lot of his running backs, and then Todd Gurley had a decent game as well, but the running backs leading the way, and Julio Jones' 33 points definitely helped Addy propel himself to a victory. You know, that Julio Jones did look good. However, one one spot that I'm really worried about for the dictator is the RB2 position, Le'Veon Bell. Only puts up eight points, and I know I didn't end up hearing the significance of the injury, but I did hear that he got, or I did see that he got injured. You know, that makes me a little bit worried. He really hasn't been productive since he was a Steeler. That's true. I... Truly, I'm a proponent on this, and I said this at the beginning of the season. You don't only have to look at the running back and their skill, because Le'Veon Bell's up there with the skill, but you have to look at the offense that the running back's on. And the Jets, bottom line, are trash. That's true. And so Le'Veon Bell is not going to reach his full potential being on the horrid Jets offense. You know, Coach Noble made a statement earlier in the group chat that he's just getting injured to be traded. And... You know, frankly, kind of agree with that. So a little bit worried there. Um, we'll see how that fares for the coach. We'll talk more about that later. 
last game, Team Holmes, Tongan Brown Kid. And man, you and I both, we got slapped in the face with this one. A lot of heat coming from uh, Coach Aguilar this week. Really upset about some of the things that were said on the podcast and particularly in the group chat. Yeah, uh, Tongan Brown Kid with the upset, in my opinion. I think what hurt Team Holmes a little bit is that running back share between Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. And then Mana had the wide receiver and QB combo of Adam Thielen and Russell Wilson both having great games within their respectable teams this week. Also, can't forget about the running back play there uh, with Henry and Taylor. You know, pretty good pretty good numbers there. Got to be proud of that if you're Tongan Brown kid. And boy, did he, he let us know how he felt. Good yes. to see some of that fire. <laughs> yes, it is. That's right. All right. Moving into best and worst of the weekend. So we have now recapped, um, you know, how our picks went down. Let's go ahead uh, and we're going to take a caller. Let's go to uh, Ernest in California. Ernest, what you got for me, buddy? on the show. First time, but a long time listener. Um, just want to give, call in and give my, my best and worst of the weekend, you know. Um, big Staper Nation fan out here, and just want to say I was, my best is, is definitely gotta be Ben, Big Ben to Juju, you know, that, those two picks so far, at least in week one. Turning out better than I could ever thought. But, uh, you know, as far as worse, really disappointed in the Jarvis Landry start. Really feel like would have went much better to go with Crowder. You know, I had the big game there. Not sure what coach was thinking. You know, I just, you know, wanted to get your thoughts there. Okay, thanks, Ernest. We appreciate that. Coach, what do you think about what, uh, said there. I agree with him. I like the Big Ben Juju play, and I, it paid off really well. Almost brought Stapler Nation back to beat Garrett's Fantasy, but I don't. I don't blame him for playing Jarvis Landry over Jamison Crowder. Like I said, I'm not the biggest fan of the Jets' offense. Obviously, Jamison Crowder had a great game with being targeted 13 times and having seven receptions. For 115 yards and a touchdown, and if Stapler Nation would have played him, he would have won. That's true. It would have been the difference for him. I can understand the frustration there from Ernest, but I probably would have done the same thing if I was Coach DeGuire. Um, interesting. We have a Stapler Nation fan in California. All right, let's take the next caller here. Who we got? All right, Billy in Alabama. Billy, what you got for us, buddy? Hey there, boys. You know, uh, first time, long time caller here. Been a lifelong Dicks fan my whole life. And probably will be till the day I die. You know, I just want to give my best and worst of the weekend. You know, best of the weekend would be definitely the Josh Allen with the 50-plus point performance. And uh, definitely the worst of the weekend would be the Le'Veon Bell pickup with the eight-point performance. Was disappointed with Commissioner Smith. And making that pick, you know, I, I support him. I've been with him through the little finger, you know, phase. And now we're moving on to to the dicks. But uh, 
you know, definitely not excited about Le'Veon Bell. All right, thanks, Billy. Yeah, I can't fault you on that one. I, I feel the same way. We were talking about that earlier. Le'Veon Bell, it just makes me nervous. And I think, you know, as a Dicks fan, I like the nickname there, the Dicks, uh, you, <laughs> you, uh, you have every right to be nervous. Agreed. Josh Allen was the bright spot, though, on this team. 58 points in week one is just amazing for Josh Allen. He looked impressive, too. Yeah, he did. Um, there was a lot of speculation around that pick. And, I mean, in week one, at least week one, it's it's turned out for him so far. So, All right, we'll go ahead and take one more caller. We got Gus in Georgia. Gus, what you got for us, buddy? Hey, just want to get my hot on tongue and brown, kid. You know, you've been talking a lot of smack on him and just really proud of my boys out there. You know, really showing you guys up. Want to get your reaction. How does it feel to taste the thunder? Um, well, I didn't know you could taste thunder, but, uh, thank you, Gus. We appreciate it. Um, yeah, I mean, we mentioned that. We did eat our words on Tonga Brown Kid. Coach, <laughs> how you feeling about it? I think, that, again, week one, it helped my views on Tonga Brown Kid. I think they're more competitive than what I thought they were, but I'm also wanting to pump the brakes a little bit, too. I, I think we need to not just judge this team by one performance, but look at it as a whole, but not taking anything away from Tongan Brown Kid. It changed my opinion on the team, and I, I think it's more competitive now. I do think it's interesting that he still has Jonathan Taylor as running back, too. I think it'll be an interesting dynamic at the Colts just to see who takes the most snaps and if they're going to trust this rookie to help carry their team. I agree. Let's uh, pump the brakes there, Gus. One week. Let's let's see how they do a couple weeks from now, and then we can kind of make that assumption. All right. Um, we are going to take a break now, and uh, when we are back, we will have our caller for the week on the line. Stay tuned. Now joining us on the show, he's taken a lot of flack, he's owned up to it, but uh, at the end of the day, he's a great coach and we're happy to have him on. Coach Noble, how you doing, buddy? Oh, it's great. Great. Glad to be on. Defend myself after all the roasting I've been getting, but glad to be here. Yeah, in fact, you have been taking a lot of roasting and uh, you've taken it well. Um... You know, what was your reaction when you had heard the stat of, of six wins in the last two years? Um, I was pretty shocked. I mean, last year, take David Johnson, first pick overall, and that's just going to doom the rest of your draft. And so, but, you know, this year's a new year. Um, hopefully, it's, hopefully I can, uh, get six wins this year 
Coach, what's different about this year's team versus the previous years? Um, just how I went about my draft this year. Um, I tried to focus on the running back and then getting a consistent quarterback right out the gate. Um, and my first pick is a complete dog crap, though. So. That is true. In fact, your first pick is one of the best players in fantasy so far this season with Clyde Edwards-Elair having 35 points last week. How do you feel about your week one win over Philly Philly? Um, it wasn't that good of a win, but a win's a win. I mean, Philly Philly had a really rough week, so bad. Um, and his number one pick, Michael Thomas, is out. Um, I completely know how that feels. Um, and so it's rough. It's a hard position to be in. Um, but I think he'll get it turned around. Um, my team struggled a little bit. Um, I have some few spots I need to improve on. But we'll just take it one week at a time. Okay. Um, if you had to pick a, a best moment of the weekend and a worst moment, you know, not maybe not just your team, but around the league. What would that be for you? Um, probably the best moment is Wyatt and Mana going at each other. That was pretty good <laughs> in the group chat. Um, we were saying that we thought Tonga Brown kid. It was it was good to hear him bring the fire. Uh, Tim Gate had anything to do with those coaching decisions? I mean, that's a wacky decision I could see Tim making, but hey, maybe it runs in the family. <laughs> well said, my friend. Um, <laughs> well, how did you feel about the power rankings? I'll take it. Top five. Eight. I'm above, I'm above uh, means I'm trending in the right direction, but I mean, I remember the power rankings last year. Do you know who was ranked number one right out of week one? Who would that? <laughs> we did talk about that earlier in this segment that you had a phenomenal week one last year that put over 200 points and re- really set the tone, but then just kind of went downhill a little bit. Yeah, so, I mean, the power rankings, I love to see him, I love to see the breakdown. But they are no indication about how the season is going to go. And I know Addy's getting all cocky and all high in his horse, but those power rankings, the week one 
number one doesn't have a good history. It's like being on the Madden cover. <laughs> right. That's a good point. Doom, Doom is coming your way. <laughs> if but the, hey, maybe you can break the curtain. Uh, Coach Noble, you know, speaking of of uh, other coaches, who would you say in the league is is your rival? My definite rival for sure is myself. <laughs> um, I don't feel like I have any other rivals than anyone else. Um, just because going week in and week out, I'm always just overthinking, putting people in, then actually deciding not to start them, starting them, and then not starting them. So, I think I'm a big deficit to my team, my biggest rival. If you had to pick one, though, Coach Noble, I mean, who would it be? Um, rival? I would have to say, I don't really know if I have a rival just because, like, the crappy teams don't really have rivals. <laughs> Okay, name but, one person that you really want to beat when you want when you're matched up against them. The Power Rangers number one. You gotta beat the number one team, Abby. Love to see his team crash and burn, but you know what? I wish him all the best. He's got my boy James Hunter on there. Um, but I'd love to be Addy kick out the number one team. Um, that'd be great. But we're just focused on this week. Um, beating the dictator. Um, love to see him, um, that dick get all soft. <laughs> <laughs> well said, Coach Noble. Already starting the trash talk, we'll look for the dick to respond to that. Um, Coach Noble, we're, uh, we appreciate your time. We'll, we'll just let you go with one more question. Um, if you had to pick a matchup down the road that you're nervous about, who would it be? Um, I'd say I'm definitely nervous about facing up against the Tony Brown kid. Um, he had a couple good breaks this week. With Marlon Mack going down and then Jonathan Taylor becoming the number one running back in you know, the Colts backfield. Um, and Russell Wilson is out here falling. Um, he's cooking. And Tyree Kill, he had a mediocre game, and Mana still scored just barely over 200 points. But I think um, I'm pretty nervous to face, to face Tommy Brown's here. Which is week eight for Coach Noble, so we'll look forward to that matchup. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'll be good, or maybe I'll be the bum of the week. You know, uh, only time can tell for us. Um, last question, Coach Noble. You know, there was a lot of trash talk and talk this last week about the B. Smith era and the Ring Pop era. You know, a vote never came to pass, but there there was talk of a trophy. You know, what were your thoughts uh, in as that was going on? Um, you know, just sitting at the bottom of the league, seeing all these big babies whine about, <laughs> you know, I want a ring, you know, I want a ring, you know, you don't get a ring, you know, 
all the pops to me. I just care about a trophy. I want that. I want that trophy going right in my room. Uh, so we're gonna try to we're gonna try to win that championship this year. Um, but uh, to be honest, that's in the past. And those uh, those other coaches can uh, figure that out. Who, who, uh, who's ring pop they want to suck? That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Coach Nomo, we do appreciate the time. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, no problem. All right, Coach Noble. <sighs> Gotta love him. I mean, just blunt, straightforward. That might be one of the best interviews we've had so far. It is. I love Coach Noble's no-nonsense mentality right now. He, he seems really determined. I know. I, I like it. it um, you know, we have... We have his talk some smack on Rooney Tunes. And, uh, you know, let's let Coach Noble keep doing his thing and proving us wrong. So, good job to his team week one. You know, hopefully for him, he can keep it up. It's never fun to be at the bottom of the league. Okay. Um, believe you had a stat of the day for us there, Coach? I do have a stat of the day. It's time it's for time. the stat of the day. So I went back, I was talking to Coach Wyatt DeGoyer this week and Coach Brett Holmes and was talking to them about how the NFL is kind of changing and how we're seeing a lot more shared running backs, uh, shared backfields in the league. And so I went through and looked at the stats for week one because I wanted to know how many teams in the 32-team league, actually have like a prominent number one running back. And only 25% of the league, eight teams in the league, have a prominent number one running back that gets the majority of the shares. And that, folks, is your stat of the day. Stat of the day. Okay, uh, Rivals. We talked a little bit about Rivals with Coach Noble. You know, and we ended up asking each coach who they thought their Rivals were because, you know, let's stir the pot a little bit more. Let's let's talk about, you know, we wanted to get their intake, not who we think, but who they think their Rival is. And uh, I think it's definitely going to spice up the week. Let's go ahead and start with your uh, your coaches. Perfect. So the first coach that I asked who their rival was, who they would choose and think that their rival is. I asked Coach Ward, and he said, tough to say, maybe Team Holmes or protect this house. Protect this house, we've had some close games over the years, plus we are division foes. And Team Holmes, we have had close ones too, and we tied the 2018 championship. I would definitely go those two. Interesting. Protect this house is on there. I would not have thought that. Okay, uh, we'll swap over to one of my team, one of my coaches. Let's go with Coach Holmes. Uh, Coach Holmes had a lot to say uh, regarding this topic. Kind of kept switching his mind back and forth, but ultimately he decided on, as he stated, Coach Morgan DeGoyer's minion, Coach Addie Wells. Shout out to my son, Coach Addie Wells. <laughs> The minion. I like that term right there. So uh, look for that matchup when that one comes up. Uh, 
You got the stat on that one? Who when when will that matchup be? That matchup they actually face each other twice this year in week four and week twelve. Alright, mark that one on your calendars. Week four, week twelve. We'll see how that goes down. So I'll jump to one of mine now. Coach Wyatt DeGoyer, when I asked him who his rival was, he kept it short and sweet. He said, Gee money, I hate his stupid face. Whoa. That was that was pretty aggressive. You know, speaking of Coach G Money, he's been quiet on the group chat. A little surprising. Yeah, I think he uh, took a leave of absence from coaching for a second. Went on a vacation to, I think, Utah. And Coach Harris takes a vacation on game day. Wow. And still came out with a week one win. I mean, I don't know if that says more about Garrett's fantasy or if that says more Staple Nation. I think emotions are still running high with Team Stapler. A five-point loss is hard even when he mounted a great comeback in week one. All right. Uh, you know, speaking of Coach DeGoyer, Wyatt DeGoyer, uh, somebody felt like they were his rival. <laughs> Coach Angi Lau, uh, who's been fiery lately, and I have to say, as we've mentioned, I like it. want to see more of that. Um, he says he feels like it's Stapler Nation. The disrespect lately has created a desire to kick his trash every time we're on the field. That was a quote from Coach Angilau. Um, there were words exchanged in the group text, and it really got under Coach Angilau's skin. Yep, that, that's what makes this league great, though. All the fiery and everything like that. So speaking of fiery comments... When I asked Coach Addison Wells who his rival was, he stated, it would have to be protect this house. I'm sick of him telling me what to do, and I wish he would just shut the hell up. Um, not surprised there on the bold statement. Um, but, you know, I guess he can shut the hell up, right? <laughs> Oh, Coach Addy. Okay, um, and then my other one was Coach Noble, who made his comments earlier. He basically picked himself, but uh, at the end of the day, he wants Coach Addy to go down, too. My last one was Coach Braxton Smith. He said, if we're going off the record, I would say G-Money, but if we're going off trash talk, I would say B-Young. What do you think that means there? Off the record, on the record. I think he he wants to beat G-Money just team-wise, but when it comes down to trash talk, there's always been a rivalry between the two Braxtons. It's true. They call it Battle of the Braxtons. And uh, Coach, when's that one coming up on the schedule? Th this one isn't happening for a little bit of time. They face each other only once this season in Week 7. Okay, so we still have a bit, uh, but that's another one you're going to want to mark on the calendar. A lot of trash talk going to be flowing there. And uh, I'm a little ashamed, but I forgot about one of my coaches. So <laughs> Coach Harris, also our uh, vacationer, he made some comments. He said, there's no bad blood on this one, but I would say B. Smith, just because the two times I've played and won the championship, it was against him. 
He usually beats me in the regular season. But like his girlfriend always says, Garrett always comes up in the clutch. That's what she said. <laughs> Oh, gotta love Coach G money. Always makes it entertaining for us, even when he's on vacation. All right, Coach, we're nearing the end of the show here. Let's just wrap things up by uh, making our picks. And, boys, we wanted to let you know that we're uh, playing a game of pick'ems. We're keeping track of our picks so far. Coach Davi and I, uh, we, uh, we wanted to make a bet, but we couldn't really think of a good one. We want to hear your thoughts, as long as it's appropriate and not outrageous. Please text that in to the Dirty D's group chat. Okay, let's make those picks. Who we got on tap for us? Week two, Bucky. We got Garrett's Fantasy and Go Puck Yourself. Who you got? I mean, I know you're going to shake your head on this one again, Coach, but I like Garrett's Fantasy. Um, You know, they do not always put up the offensive points, the style points that you want to see, but they just know how to win. And Go Puck Yourself, coming off a tough loss, I, I don't see them rebounding quite yet. I'm going Garrett's Fantasy. Although Garrett's Fantasy's projected more, last week, Go Puck Yourself would have beat Garrett, and I'm going to go with Go Puck Yourself this week. Not a surprise there. Okay. All right, who we got up next, Coach? We got the Dick versus Rooney Tunes. That's right. Okay, who you got, Coach? In this one, I, I like... Rooney Tunes again. I think Rooney Tunes is going to beat uh, Braxton Smith in this one. You know, I think I'm going to agree with you. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm going Coach Noble. I'm believing, after that interview, I'm believing in what I'm hearing. After talking some smack, you know, I'm, I'm going to go with Rooney Tunes as well. I look for the, the, uh, the dick to be it. Starting out the season 0 2. Next one, we got Stapler Nation and Team Holmes. Who you got? <sighs> okay, both teams started out 0 1. I'm just not loving Stapler Nation's team. It makes me a little nervous. I don't like the quarterback situation there. A lot of old men. Um, team Holmes has a lot of potential, and I look for them to bounce back. Let's hope that they can put away the Tim Gate thing. I'm going uh, Team Holmes. I'm going to go the opposite. I think Mike Evans returning to the lineup. I think he'll be healthier. Matched up with Tom Brady. I expect them to have a good week. I'm going Stapler Nation. Okay. Uh, next matchup, we got Philly Philly and Protect This House. Coach Dobby, who you got? Uh, flat out, I'm going Protect This House. I think Philly Philly with Michael Thomas going down is a huge hurt to this team. That was their number one draft pick. And I, I think Protect This House is going to start the season 2-0. I'm going to agree with you on that one. I like Protect This House. We all know I'm a big fan of them. Look out for the running backs, though. Hopefully the, the play stays consistent for them. Protect This House. All right. And we'll wrap it all up with our Game of the Week. We got coach. We got Addy Will Kick, a dollar sign, dollar sign, and Tongue and Brown Kid. This is this is gonna be spicy, and I like this as our game of the week this week. You know.
know, I like Tongan Brown Kid. I, uh, I still think Addy is overhyped. Look for uh, Russell Wilson to lead the way with another big performance. I'm going Tongan Brown Kid. I'm going to go the opposite and say Addy. I like his running backs. I think um, they're going to be consistent and carry the way. I'm not completely sold yet on Jonathan Taylor. I'm not saying he won't be a good back. I'm just not completely sold yet on him. Although Tongan Brown Kid is winning me over a little bit with his win last week. That's right. Well, you've been hearing it right here on the Dirty D's podcast. Coach Dobby, what'd you learn today? I learned that Coach Noble is a great interviewer and that there's going to be a lot of trash talk in the group message with the whole rivals going around and everything that was said. That's right. And what did I learn, Coach Dobby? You learned that Addy does not appreciate you telling him what to do and he wants you to shut the hell up. All right. What we learned brought to you by Ring Pops. You either love them or you hate them. And I'm your host, Bucky Ryan, closing it out here with my co-host, the Dennis Dobbs. That's right. See you next time, boys.